Do you have questions about the Catholic faith? Are you just listening because you randomly found this podcast? Whatever the reason, we're glad you're listening. From prayer to the Eucharist to exploring the treasures of the Catholic Church, we will talk about the faith in day-to-day life. This is Seeking Sanctus. Hello, everybody. My name is William Mayberry. I am your host today, and welcome back to Seeking Sanctus. Uh, I know it's been a while. My apologies. I've been really busy with college and other things that have come up in my life, such as the fact that I'm having surgery uh, at the time of recording this, the day after tomorrow, so Thursday. So yeah, it's been a little bit, and I apologize, but I'm back with a new schedule, so I won't be releasing podcasts with guests so often. Uh, they'll still be a thing, but mostly I'm going to be doing a Bible study. Now, I'll still have guests on uh, every once in a while, and you'll still get that, but that way I won't be so pressured to get a guest on within the time frame, which would be actually really nice. So um, today's kind of an introduction. We are going to be starting our Bible study uh, with the Gospels, but first I want to talk about why it is important that we study the Gospel. Or, not the Gospel, I'm sorry. Why is it important that we study the Bible? Now, Bible study is important, knowing the Word of God, because Scripture is the inspired Word of God. Uh, Okay, that's an actual thing. It is the inspired Word of God. God worked through the writers. They didn't make this up. It's all true. God did not make them write it, in a sense. There's a painting that is talked about where it shows an angel guiding the hand of the writer that's actually, like, been forbidden, because that's not how it worked, okay? It wasn't, like, forced to write it. It was inspired, which is completely different. So instead of, like, being forced to write it, they were inspired to write a about the life of Jesus and his works to be passed down through the generations. And so to understand why it is important to study this, we need to understand the context and the culture that it was written in. Okay, so this may have been written uh, in like AD like 35 or whenever it was. I don't know exactly. Uh But it applies to all times and cultures. So it may have been written in like Jerusalem in AD 35 or whenever it was written. But it can apply it to us like here today on earth in 2023. And the more we read it, the more it helps us to know Jesus. And since we are supposed to live what Jesus taught, we need to know and understand it. And so, we are going to be starting with the book of Matthew. We're starting with the four Gospels, and we're starting specifically with Matthew. Now, why are we starting with Matthew? So, the Gospels, let me, let me start with what they are. The Gospels, including Matthew, are a type of Greco-Roman biography. So, it's kind of a story, if that makes sense. Greco-Roman biographies were meant to be read aloud at a dinner table because, you know, back in this period, you didn't have what we have today. So they read their biographies at their dinner tables while they were eating or when they were done. They would read these stories. 
So why are the Gospels named Greco-Roman biographies? Because they were meant to be read at a meal. They were meant to be read at a very specific meal. And that meal is the Eucharist or Mass. Think about that. We go to Mass to celebrate the Eucharist, a recreation of the Last Supper every time. The Last Supper was a meal. These stories are read at a meal every time they are read. They are read at the Eucharistic meal. So they are. we are keeping the tradition. Now, specifically the book of Matthew. Now we're going to move on to Matthew, not just the Gospels, but actually the book of Matthew. We're going to talk about specifically now. So that is why we are studying the Gospels. Because to understand Jesus, you need to understand what is written about him. And most of the writing you find is in the Gospels. So we are going to start with those, specifically with Matthew. Now, about Matthew's Gospel, it is in five sections. Matthew wrote the Gospel and he divided it into five different individual sections. Each section has a narrative, and then it has a discourse. So the narratives are stories about something that Jesus does, and I'm sure you all know one, such as like Sermon on the Mount or the feeding of the thousands of people. You can pick either one, five or four thousand, okay? Same thing. So the, the narratives are stories, whether it be his birth, his crucifixion, his resurrection, all narratives are stories about Jesus. But the discourse that follows are what he says. We'll talk about more about that in the later study. I'll explain that more when we actually start. So Matthew was probably wrote this in Hebrew because, you know, he was a Hebrew, Jewish. So it would have been written in Hebrew and then translated into Greek. Now, the reason that it probably would have been translated into Greek is a lot of people knew Greek around that time. It was a very common thing. So they probably would have translated it from Hebrew to Greek. And is this gospel is attributed to Matthew the Apostle, a.k.a. Matthew the tax, tax collector is what he's also known as. So... He would have been, in a sense, he would have been an outcast from his people, not from the apostles, but from his people, because the Jewish hated tax collectors. I'm putting it bluntly. They did not like them. So uh, Matthew, the tax collector, was called by Jesus. He became Matthew, the apostle. And so he had a background in writing and reading, which a lot of people would not have, but Matthew... Had a, would have had a background in writing and reading. Uh, so that, after Jesus died, if you've watched the new series, The Chosen, they depict it as during his lifetime, Matthew was writing down the events, which in some cases might be true, but most of it probably would have been written after Jesus' death. So Matthew was already keeping tabs, and then after Jesus' death, he wrote the whole narrative, the entire life of Jesus, which became the Gospel of Matthew. So Matthew has 
a lot of details in his gospel. As I just mentioned, he kept tabs on everything. So he is the only source for many of the things we know about Jesus. The only source. Some of the examples would be like the Magi. He's the only source for the Magi. Or most of the knowledge of St. Joseph that we have comes from Matthew. And Matthew is the only source for that. And Jesus making Peter the first pope. He is also the only source for that as well. All of these things Matthew documented and is the only place you can find most of these. Uh, and when the Gospels were written, so from the time they were written to today, Matthew has always been the first Gospel. Ever since they were put into a cohesive Bible, he has been the first Gospel, always. And he is, his Gospel has long been seen as the teaching Gospel, and I will elaborate on that later. So when we start the actual Bible study, I will elaborate more on these. So that is, that is why it is important to study the Bible. All of these things we just talked about are important reasons. We need to understand why this happened, the reasons behind why it happened, and how it affects us. So we can live our lives the way Jesus wants us to. So next time, we will be diving into the first chapter of Matthew. Today was an overview of Bible study and an overview of the entire book of Matthew. Next episode, which will probably be out in two-ish weeks, uh, we will be talking about the first book. So I hope you guys enjoyed. If you did enjoy, uh, maybe leave a comment, and I could use your prayers for my surgery in two days. It would be greatly appreciated. So I hope you guys did enjoy and learn something from this, and I will see you all here next time here on Seeking Sanctus. Thank you.